CW Radio, your information station. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Newscast. Today is Wednesday, June 22nd, 2011. I'm Lou Mangello, host of the WDW Radio Show, author of the Walt Disney World trivia books, the audio guides to Walt Disney World, and publisher of Celebrations Magazine. This is the WDW Newscast live interactive video discussion about this week's Walt Disney World news and it is once again brought to you by our friends over at touringplans.com the research team behind the unofficial guide to Walt Disney World it's all about maximizing your time in the parks and look whether you're a first timer or a seasoned veteran anybody and everybody would love to save get this wait for it up to four hours in your time in the Disney theme parks they have crowd calendars, touring plans, a mobile application, and lots more over at touringplans.com for Walt Disney World and Disneyland. Be sure and go check them out again over at touringplans.com. So before we get into today's breaking, and I've always wanted to say that, breaking news coming out of Disney. Got a few timely tidbits from around Walt Disney World. First, uh, with 4th of July coming in just a couple of weeks, Disney's going to celebrate with a bunch of new pyrotechnic, and that's fireworks to you and me, displays in three out of the four theme parks over at the Magic Kingdom. They're going to present Disney's Celebrate America, a 4th of July concert in the sky. That's going to light the skies at 9 p.m. on July 4th. It's going to have uh, a tribute to sort of the hopes and dreams of America's forefather. Basically, there's going to be a lot of fireworks up in the sky. Uh, if you can't be there on the 4th, here's a tip. On July 3rd, they're going to have the same presentation also at 9 p.m. Theme park hours on July 4th, something to change without notice, are from 9 a.m. to 11 p.m. Over at Disney's Hollywood Studios, the traditional 4th of July, little different spin because Mulch, Sweat, and Shears is going to perform the all-new Rockin' 4th of July celebration. It's going to be a musical road trip across America, highlighting different regions' contributions to rock and roll. There'll be fireworks, pyrotechnics, fireworks, special effects, lots more. Again, with the live sounds of Mulch, Sweat, and Shears, who rock, by the way. Uh, showtime, July 4th, is 9.45 p.m. But get this, before and or after the show, you can catch Fantasmic. Going to be performed twice at 9 and at 10.30 p.m. Theme park hours, again, subject to change, 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. And over in Epcot, Illuminations, Reflections of Earth, is going to get the added tag. It's going to be enhanced with the Heartbeat of Freedom, an overture of traditional American themes displayed in a pyrotechnic laser and light event. That show is at 10 p.m., not 9 p.m. on July 4th. And you can also check out the Voices of Liberty 4th of July concert. And there's meet and greets. you got to go check these out with Benjamin Franklin, Betsy Ross, and other Disney characters in their patriotic garb over at the American Adventure. Park hours there from 9 to 10 p.m., there are no fireworks, because there's never any fireworks, over at Disney's Animal Kingdom, but park hours there are from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. A couple of quick other notes. We've got to turn the topic to food very quickly. Victorian Alberts over at the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. Once again, 12 consecutive years, ladies and gentlemen, AAA Five Diamond Award for Chef Scott Hunnell and Victorian Alberts, the only restaurant in Orlando and only one of three in Florida to be honored with the highest accolade a restaurant can achieve. If you are looking for a true dining experience in Walt Disney World, 
you've got to check out uh, Victoria and Alberts again, recipient of the AAA Five Diamond Award, 12 years in a row. Continuing on with food, Tables in Wonderland. If you are a Tables in Wonderland card holder, uh, they just announced two new events uh, exclusive to members for July. The first is going to be a nice leisurely Sunday brunch over at Narcoosie's over at the Grand Floridian. That's July 10th from noon to 2. It's going to have the wines of, and here's me blowing the French pronunciation, Domaine Chandon. Uh, it, a business casual dress costs $95 per person, gratuity included, but the guest speaker is going to be Mike Airbar, uh, the training and development manager for the Moe Hennessy brand, and it is limited to just 50 guests. So if you are interested, I would go to the Tables in Wonderland site, register ASAP. Uh, also, July 16th from 6.30 to 9 p.m. for just $99 per person, the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival Passport to a World of Flavors Sneak Peek. So if you're a food and wine guy like me, here's a chance to get uh, a chance to sample some of the food, Some hear some of the speakers talk about some of the new things that are coming to the festival this year. You can learn about the new marketplace kiosks that are coming to this year, as well as new special events. Find out all the information before it goes live on the website. I'm sensing a research trip in my very, very near future. Um, you'll also be able to make reservations before they're open to regular guests. That event is limited to 80 guests. And again, you need to be a Tables in Wonderland cardholder to go to either or both of these events. So something else uh, this week, if you are a Disney Vacation Club member or if you're thinking about uh, being a DVC member, over on the Disney Parks blog, uh, Disney released the a new Disney Vacation Club logo. So here is the old, the original logo obviously has uh, the mountains and the palm trees and sort of the rising Mickey sun in the back. Well, the new logo looks like this. And... Uh, Disney says, quote, it represents an ongoing commitment to helping families expand their vacation horizons and travel in ways they never dreamed possible. Uh, they say the Disney Vacation Club experience is about more than mountains, beaches, and Disney uh, parks. And so they felt that they needed a new logo uh, for the Disney Vacation Club. Already in the chat room, they're they're beating me to the punch. I was going to ask what your response is. Now, I on the blog, uh, Disney does allow comments from readers and guests, and they were not always the most positive. A lot of people very much in favor of the old logo. Um, they felt that the new one didn't really sort of scream vacation to them. Uh, I had seen this logo on the back of some of the Disney transportation buses around property over the past few weeks, and people in the chat room are already saying, yawn, meh, I like the old one better. Uh, I don't like the globe inside, but love the Mickey design. Um, Kay Tooley is not a fan of change. Um, smaller one says it's more global, but overall it's more planar. Beagle Lady says I could get used to it. So people are saying that the old one, whether maybe it's out of nostalgia, out of comfort, out of just recognizability, liking the old logo, again, here's the old logo, better, as they say, as opposed to this being the new logo, it is pretty generic compared to the old one. Now, I actually know a few people that have Disney Vacation Club tattoos. They got the old logo put on as a tattoo just a couple of months ago. I'm wondering how they're going to address that. So they're officially now old school DVC members. Uh, I would love to hear more thoughts about 
what do you think the old logo versus the new logo? Uh, how do you think, you know, what the response is going to be if you like it, if you don't like it? If you're really creative and so inclined and have some free time on your hands, what would you like to see the DVC Vacation Club, the Disney Vacation Club logo look like? You can post it uh, in the newscast, either uh, put a link to it in the comments over on YouTube. I'm also going to post the newscast, the audio only, I'm sorry, the video uh, on the WW Radio blog. You can come and comment and post uh, an image there if you have an idea of what you think the Disney Vacation Club logo should look like uh, as opposed to what it looks like now. So moving on, because I did say there was breaking news. And uh, just into the WDW Newscast newsroom, uh, it happened just a few hours ago, uh, Al Weiss is retiring. My BFF, not really, but I wanted to say that too, Al Weiss, uh, the Disney Company's top executive in Florida, long time a civic leader in Orlando, announced today that he's retiring after 39 years with the company. Uh, the 57-year-old president of Worldwide Operations for Walt Disney Parks and Resorts announced the decision in a note to Disney cast members. It is effective immediately, although he is going to stay with the company. He's going to work directly with Disney Parks chairman Tom Staggs until November 1st. Now, a lot of people already in the chat room uh, doing sad faces, saying that they're already sad to see Al Weiss go. I've already heard from cast members earlier today who are very unhappy to, hear, to, uh, to see Al Weiss go. Um, Al said, Al. Mr. Weiss, Al Weiss, said, While I'll miss the great people, exciting projects, and stellar vision of Disney, I'm very excited to begin the next chapter of my life. I'm not going to miss the weekly Monday morning commute to California, but I look forward to spending time with my family, grandchildren, and friends traveling this big world in which we live. As a quick aside, uh, I've seen Al Weiss in the parks. I've seen him in the Magic Kingdom with his family, with his grandkids, enjoying the parks as any other guest. Most people did not recognize him. Nobody really came up to him. I didn't either. I wanted to just let him enjoy his time with his family, but it was great to see him uh, enjoying the park in which he works and in which he was running uh, with his family like that. So, But uh, his story is actually one of those interesting journeys. Uh, he started out as an 18-year-old hourly worker in the Magic Kingdom, ultimately held 20 different positions from finance manager to entertainment to vice president of resort operations support. He was president of Disney World for 11 years from 94 until 2005. As I said earlier, he was also very active in the civic community in Orlando. He, uh, he founded Vision 360, an organization that builds multi-denominational Christian churches. He also chaired the Metro Orlando Economic Development Commission and served on the University of Central Florida's Board of Trustees, currently sits on the board at the Sanford Burnham Medical Research Institute. So uh, the timing of his departure from the company is also very interesting. Uh, a number of people online and blogs and some of the newspapers had commented. Uh, remember, he is, think about his background, he's been with the company 39 years, one of the most experienced executives in the parks division. Uh, and right now, Disney's, you know, they're doing a lot. They're, they're building a lot. A lot of change is happening. Uh, they're building uh, another cruise ship. They're building the Disney Fantasy, going to debut uh, early 2012. They're opening Aulani in Hawaii. They're expanding the theme parks, not just in Orlando, but in California and Hong Kong. They're building a new $4.5 billion, that's with a B, friends, a resort in uh, in Shanghai, the first on mainland China. 
And Al Weiss too was also very involved in the company's next gen, that next generation experience project, which is gonna introduce a lot of very high tech experiences uh, in Walt Disney World, both in the parks and at the resorts, probably the cruise ships as well over the next few years. Um, interestingly, uh, Tom Staggs, the uh, former Disney chief financial officer, he now runs the theme park division, said that there are not plans to directly replace Al Weiss. Instead, he's going to detail a new operation structure for Disney parks in the coming weeks, although he is, uh, Al Weiss's departure is leaving a profound mark on Disney's theme park business. He said he spent his whole professional life in Disney, literally grew up in the company, and served as an integral part of Walt Disney through most of its history. That experience enabled him to have a genuine appreciation for the true understanding of all that our cast does and all that our guests expect. Um, he greatly appreciates all he did to ground me in the business, says Tom Staggs, when he moved into that role a year and a half ago. So again, hearing from cast members both in the chat room, uh, some that called and texted me today, to say how sad they were, it did very much seem as though Al Weiss had a direct connection to the cast there because he was one, because he grew from one, from being a frontline cast member in the parks. Uh, I would love to hear both in the chat, on YouTube, and on the WW Radio blog about your thoughts. Have you ever had a chance to meet Al Weiss? Because he was very present at a lot of events. He was present in the park sometimes as well. Um, again, I had met him at some media events was very cordial, very gracious, uh, very interested in not only sort of talking about what the event was while we were there, but wanting to listen to our opinion about what we thought about what we were experiencing as well. So to that, uh, I appreciate and I applaud him for that. I know he very much will be missed. It'll be very interesting to see what changes and how things change from an executive standpoint over the next few weeks, months, obviously years as well. So one final bit, um, tough to sort of follow Al Weiss, but we're going to move from Walt Disney World over to Disneyland. Um, and I'm saying this somewhat from a personal level because I was really excited to see that Laser Man reconfigured for all you Tron fans. Uh, that show opened Friday, June 17th. It's going to run nightly in Electronica throughout the summer. So as we start thinking about the D23 Expo, August 19th to the 21st. I'm super excited to see Electronica. Happy to see that the Laser Man experience is still going to be there as well. Speaking of the Expo, don't forget, if you are going to be out at the D23 Expo this summer, we are going to have a booth in the Collector's Forum. Lots of surprises we're planning there. And don't forget, too, if you can't make it out, we're also going to be broadcasting and chatting, just like we are now, from every day of the D23 Expo. Again, lots of surprises and things for the box people as well. You can check out D23 Expo Live. There we have some videos from our 2009 experience. Today, I just released on the WDW Radio blog a video with which is an exclusive private tour by Dave Smith and Rob Klein of the Disney Archives of the Treasures of the Walt Disney Archives exhibit. No other guests were allowed to either film or photograph in there but Dave and Rob were kind enough to take us through. We posted part one of that video today. See a lot of Walt Disney's personal effects, Michael Jackson's Captain EO costume, Davy Crockett's coonskin hat, uh, a lot more. Again, you can find that over at the WWW Radio blog. And if you are gonna be out there, uh, again, come by the booth. We're gonna have lots of meetups and we're gonna have to, we're definitely gonna have to go out to Trader Sam's and, uh, and have some meets there uh, in, and around Disneyland as well. Stay tuned for more information. 
Best way to get updates, join the WW Radio friend page over on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash WW Radio. Follow me on Twitter. I am at Lou Mangiello. And again, I want you to keep the conversation going here. Subscribe to the, the WW Radio channel over at youtube.com slash WW Radio. And come by, check out the site for the blogs, the forums, the photo galleries, lots more. And additionally, don't forget about the free WW Radio app and the all-new WW Trivia iPhone app, uh, which is available now. 750 questions, uh, descriptive answers, did you knows, and lots more. You can find that in the iTunes store. Just do a search for WW Trivia. Again, that is going to do it for tonight's newscast. Be sure and join us every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern at www.newscast.com. If you can't catch it live, again, keep the conversation going on YouTube and in the blog. Big thanks once again. Go out to our sponsors over at touringplans.com. Again, the Lions application, touring plans, crowd calendars, lots more. So until next week, oh, don't forget, this Saturday we'll be broadcasting live from the Pacific Northwest Mouse Meet. You can check that out over at WW Radio Live starting at 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so with that, until next time, my friends, whether it be next week or this weekend, uh, I hope you guys have a great week. Thanks so much for watching and chatting. Until then, I am Lou Mangello. See ya.